This is the Blatcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Blatcast, Blatcast number 496. Oh my gosh, wait till we tell you our big plans for episode 500 just as soon as I have them. As always, I am Christian Blatt, and as usual, joined by Tom Kelly. Uh, say hello, Tom. I feel like I'm officially becoming your sidekick. Uh, you've been on, uh, what, four of the last five or six episodes. And, uh, the cast of black cast characters, mostly Will and Jeff at this point, occasionally Liev, uh, AKA the guy, you know, for having a hot cousin, hot cousin guy, whose cousin is not as hot. Reportedly not as hot. That happens. He said he still would. In any case. Uh, they have not been on in quite some time. Uh, Will has actually been back on the East Coast, and uh, he'll tell us uh, tales of his uh, New England adventures at some point. But uh, Tom was out here, what was it, back in April, right? Back in April, and then I think uh, you were on my podcast in May. Yeah. And here we are. And I feel like... This can we describe where we are? Yeah, please, I want you to describe where I we are because this is very different. The last time you were here, I rolled out the red carpet and I had you upstairs in my dining room at the nice table. Today, a little different. So you told me that no uh, comedian, no black cast guest has ever been allowed in your little recording room in the garage. Correct. And I felt honored when you said, Tom, I'm going to bring you down to the basement if we do a podcast. And now that I'm here and I'm realizing, no, no, this is not an honor. This is not an honor. What, yeah. what are you looking up? What, I don't oh. know. I was trying to figure out how many shows you were on. But oh, yeah. Literally just changed the format on that part of StreamYard. Well, and you also have to go back to the 90s when this podcast first started. Right. But, folks, I am now in Christian's podcasting room. And let me... Uh, let me tell you, folks, I don't ever want to have kids after seeing this. I don't want to ever get married. Uh, no. This room is in 1946 original condition. I see original asbestos. By the way, it's really funny you said 1946 because legitimately this building was born in 19, uh, born, built in 1964. So you had the digits right. You just transposed them. Yeah, that's pretty, and that's pretty classic Tom Kelly yeah. if you think about it. Yes. Uh, exactly. We have the emergency yeah, I mean, phone. Tom's always looking for girls to do 96 with. Thank you. Good night. Anyway. That just means we rub butts, right? Uh, what is it, 96? 90? Uh, yeah, I think it, I think. Just yeah, butt rubbing. It's, it's not ass to mouth, it's just ass to ass. Yeah, it's butt rubbing. Uh, yeah. So, But what's funny, folks, is I used to dream about being taller. And, you know, you'd wonder what it's like to be the Incredible Hulk or seven foot tall or whatever. And now I don't want it. No. no uh, this no. is, uh, I can, uh, what is, what's the clearance in here? Four feet? Uh, yeah, I mean, because I'm not too tall. And uh, Farad Muhammad, greetings from La La Land. Farad, are you out here too? We could have pulled up another mic. Why didn't you tell me you were in town? We went to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles today. You could have joined us. Farad, I'm, I'm, I, but Farad, you're going to like be living here soon. So it's all right. No, but and Farad, we may need you to identify the bodies. It's probably safer well, that somebody knows really where we are. I was going to say, Tom, when I told you 
that uh, I was going to bring you down to the back of my garage for my recording studio. Uh, I also said, I need you to help me move this couch. My arm is in a sling. So uh, obviously I take a lot of things from the uh, playbook of uh, I can clean Theodore this place. Bundy. I want to go. I want to go. Uh, oh my God. My wife would love to hear that. You uh, but you'd have to let me throw things out. No, I don't know about that. But uh, no, know, I don't want to just things that can be thrown out. Like, I mean, right now, like if I took, well, these are all comics. Yeah, you can't throw away the what are they worth? Uh, all of them together, you know, a dollar fifty. No, it's probably. See, so here's the thing. A lot of them you can throw away, but then I have some of actual value. So like those. So you're like every comic book collector. You think you have that original Superman one. That no. was a big deal. Everything's been reprinted 50 times. It's been digitized. No, this I is have, I, I have Uncanny X-Men 137 where Dark Phoenix dies. I have it signed. It's worth something. I don't know why. It's worth something though. Okay. Okay. And then I have a lot of stuff that's worth like, you know, basically nothing. But. I, this is just kindling for the fire right now. I don't know, uh, but but like like right now you have VHS tapes. What are you going to play on VHS? Mystery Science Three Thousand. Okay. Well, those I can actually get rid of. But reach right over there. What do you see on top? Okay. Of no, no. What's over there? There's a set. It's still in the evil Star Wars. Okay. So hope, bring that over. I'll show it. I will show it to the but audience. Wait, but wait, can we pause for a Here's second? What this is though. So this is the Star Wars trilogy when it was first released on DVD. There's a reason this is still in the shrink wrap. Because you're going to take time to watch it because I've seen it. Okay, we'll talk about that. So, why would you buy it? Well, because I wanted to watch it again, but then they came out with the special editions. This is the widescreen, not special edition. So, the fact that it's still shrink wrapped means that it has some degree of value. Look, it even says on here first time on DVD. Now, I also have a VHS set of of the non-special editions. There is a huge market for that because people don't like the special editions. You know who loved the special edition of Star Wars? Star Jar Banks. Yes, but he's not in that one. Okay. He's in episode one, The Phantom Menace. Don't, right. don't play dumb. Don't play dumb, Trek. Okay. okay. Uh, I showed Star Wars to my son Felix for the first time just about two weeks ago uh, because it was, uh, it was Star Wars Day at his, his day camp. No, it was after that. But it, and they were going to be showing him, they and it said like on the the program, it's like on Friday we're going to show you a Star Wars movie. I'm like, well, the first time he sees it isn't going to be there. It's not going to be at day camp. I'm sorry, Mister Joe. He's going to watch it with me. And uh, unbeknownst to me, my wife had arranged that he was going to watch it with me for the first time for Father's Day because I tried to watch it with him last fall, and he was uh, newly six, and he felt like it was going to be too scary. He's like, maybe for when I'm bigger. And I'm like, I can't fight with that. If he thinks it's going to be too scary. Well, he thought the Empire would be too scary? Well, no, just the, the first one, the original Star Wars. So he didn't watch it when I wanted to watch it last fall. Okay. But he, I had taken him to see the Jungle Cruise movie on his birthday, which one is a much worse movie than any Star Wars movie, yes, including the prequels, including the Ewok TV movies. I really loved the first 10 minutes of it, though. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. I that, really love... 100% I agree with you. Um, but he liked that. And honestly, that movie is not as good as Star Wars. It is much scarier than Star Wars. You get people turning into, like, statues and stuff like that. Yeah. This, and, and so... But anyway, he finally watched it with me. And his favorite... Who do you think... A, a young boy, almost seven, in the year 2022. Who do you? Who would you think you would identify with? I assume, like me, when you were a kid, you identified with Luke. I, of course, I... His favorite? Darth Vader. R2-D2. Because That's it's funny. Yeah. No, and I'm like, yes. When he fought, when the Jawas like shock him and he falls over, you never heard him laugh like that. 
Like it was like me. It was like me listening to to Gilbert or Saget tell the aristocrat story. You know, and the, just the way he laughed when he fell over, and also loves the one-liners of C-3PO. I can get him to laugh if I go, and no more adventures. He'll think that's a star. Yeah, I so, enjoyed their chemistry. Yeah, no, he loved it. And I'm like, you know what? That's what they tried to do with Jar Jar Binks. They wanted him to identify with the younger audience. It just didn't work because he was terrible. I'm going to be honest. After the episode seven, eight, and nine, or at least episode eight and nine, yeah. I forgive Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. I sure. forgive. Episode one is a better movie than eight and nine for sure. Yeah. Um, the I mean, Darth Maul is pretty cool. Pod Darth racing scenes. Well, there is a lot of trade negotiation. Yeah, there's parliamentary a, procedure and left but, turns on a racetrack. Yeah. But what are you going to do? What are you? What are you going to do? Um, so it sets it up anyway, nice for so me. That's that's an exciting turn of events. Anyway, so uh, I got him to watch it with me, and then Friday comes around at Dead Camp, and what do they show him? Return of the Jedi. And it was fine because he was too busy doing. You know, I he think saw I started on Jedi, actually. Oh, well, I started. I saw the original Star Wars. I saw the re-release 1979 re-release at the drive. And I remember because I had to go to the bathroom and my dad really didn't want to take me. But my mom made him take me. So he's like, it's one of those where I'm in the bathroom and he's like kind of got his head like checking the screen, you know, so he can see it. They'd seen it before. It was fine. So can we go back to cleaning for a minute? We can, but I have but like, comments but, in the chat. But you said something. Okay. What, 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 let me say something, and sure, I want to see I, these no, people comment. The comments aren't going anywhere. Read the comment. Okay. Like you there's, just said, I could throw out the Mystery Science 3000. Yeah, because I have those digitized now. Can I throw them out? Yeah. I mean, see, this not, is the li the cleaning. not literally right now. I'm not going to let you go throw them in my trash can because then my trash can is going to get full. But yes, I could throw out that box that's marked MST3. That's how you clean. Right. Like there's a box oh, okay. that says peanut caramel that expired in 2004. Okay, but that's not what's in that box. Okay. That box is Star Wars action figures. If I'm fine, we put that on the side. Right that's a keep. This box that's marked DMZ, that is merch from the old Dennis Miller show. You want to go ahead and grab that? We could show it to people. Uh, it's not going to be too heavy. Can yeah. we throw it out? Oh, this is too uh, heavy. Maybe some of it. Not not that Mickey Mouse groom hat, but uh, go ahead and bring the box over. Oh, here. my Let's God. See. Oh, is it heavy? Sorry. Yeah. That's my, my apologies. Well, also because oh, you know you're. What? That's not what's in here. It's just a bunch of junk, like from when I went to the All Star Game in 2013. Okay, like there's right, a this I could throw away from going to the Emmy Awards. There you go. I could help you with this. Yeah. Well, I'm in town for another day or two. My wife would appreciate it if. Uh, but basically, she would pay for me to like get a nice movie ticket, and uh, maybe go to a marathon of the uh, the Star Wars prequels, and then by the time I come home, you'll have thrown a lot of stuff away. So your wife's a big shot in television, right? I don't know about okay, because I want to picture an idea. Song written about her. If there was one, it would be the Down Easter Heather, possibly, but okay. uh, not big shot. Well, if I, here's my advice for your wife: uh, is I have a show, I'd like to star in it, and the show's going to be called "Do We Really Need This Shit?" It's a great show, and I'm just going to come way, into people's houses. Do you think that I need this? Saturday Night Live, fifteenth anniversary. Because I showed you something. No. That so this is the in-house NBC studio uh, cassette of SNL's 15th anniversary. This was sitting around when I was an intern, and yes, I swiped it because. So why do you need it? Because I would watch it again. So like, yes, I could digitize it and then I could throw it away, but I haven't digitized it. Good God, man! Uh, the 15th anniversary is amazing. Why the was the packages in the 15th anniversary? They just went ahead. You're telling me you can't friends. get that on Peacock, or as you call the Freecock? No, 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 no. You can't. No, you can't get a lot of that stuff. You try and watch SNL on Peacock, and then you'll be like, "Oh, why is this episode 32 minutes?" 
because they very selectively edit things. I believe Peacock doesn't have any of the musical performances. Well, because it'll license it. Yeah. So, uh, so this has uh, it definitely has Prince performing Bat Dance. I forget who the other musical guests were, but that's one of them. Okay. For sure. You know what? Fine. You can keep that though. But there you go. Okay, Why you do we need this crap? By the way, I would I would digitize it and throw it away. Why do you need? Well, I want that because I would I would. Okay. I'm not. I know. There you go. You justified it. There you go. Why do we need this crap? Everybody loves Chris Milk Carton. Wow. It's great. I don't need it. You're right. But this was for Emmy season. And look, there's everybody there's hates Chris. Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Have you seen Chris? It's a milk carton. It's funny. It's Inside, hilarious. DVDs. So look, this is really how much space I need. But this is cool. I, I promise you, Chris Rock doesn't have that in his own house. No, it's probably in the house his wife owns now. <laughs> and, and there you go. Back to the comments. Back to the comments. All right. So Dominica Saxon with some great advice. And that's what I love about our Black Cast Nation. With absolutely no warning that we were doing this show, we've got a few people, a few of our regulars in here. And he says, Tom, stay near the door. You're in the murder basement. It's true. We do call this the murder room. Dominica Saxon is uh, very loyal, and he knows that. Uh, and Farad Muhammad let us know that he's on a reconnaissance mission to find an apartment, and he found one. Congratulations, Farad. Let me know where you are. You don't have to announce it. Maybe you don't want everybody yeah, finding please. it. Actually, Farad, announce it and announce where the old one is so we can help you move. Yeah, you, Tom's uh, volunteering. Uh, and here's the thing. Uh, and by the way, he was impressed by my original edition Star Wars, and he was impressed by the fact that it was widescreen. Where is the VHS version? It's over there somewhere. I've held you it know, up. I on think, you know what I think Farad's applying to be on? Farad. Oh, well, Farad? Yeah. It says Fard. It's, yes, but it's how it's pronounced as Farad. Trust me. I know him. Okay. I'm just, him. okay. I, I had lunch with him once at one of the three places we could have gone earlier today, which is a, a half attempt to transition to another topic. But what did you want to say? Okay. I think Farad would be a great contestant on why do we need this shit? Yeah, well, Farad's about to move to Los Angeles from the Chicagoland area, so he would appreciate it. By the way, my wife and I are uh, planning to sell this place somewhere in the next year and, and get a new one. So I might fly you out here to help me throw We're a lot of shit. We're here yeah. for, why do we'll we need this shit? the pilot, uh, for sure. And the cool thing is, you have a story about every... Here's the funny thing. is, I feel like if you and I really did, why do we need this shit? Yeah. Uh, by the end of the series, uh, you'd actually have more shit. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, I feel like, I feel like, like the comic it. books I wouldn't throw, throw away... This book that's marked, there's a box marked DVD shelf, which was the shelf where we kept our DVDs in our apartment 12 years ago. I would feel confident that we could throw that box away without opening it, but I'm not going to do that because there could be things that are my wife's, my wife's in there. And so, you know, I'll roll the dice for a bit with my shit, but I don't want to throw away other people's shit. You know, no, that makes sense. George Carlin had a special called uh, a place for, he wanted to call it a place for my shit. He had to call it a place for my stuff. And uh, uh, I, we, I, I have a place for all of my stuff, and it's this room. And this is what you don't usually get to see is I don't see because we're we're double plugged in. I can't really do the reverse angle of it. My wife would kill me for showing off the Christmas decorations off there in the distance and just boxes upon boxes. We have food down here, though. Uh, yeah, it's because we live in California, and you actually uh, you, believe me. My my wife grew up here, so she felt like it was very important to have an earthquake kit, and you have canned food and stuff. I don't disagree with that. I like that. Yeah, we're supposed to have a case of water in here, but you know what happens? Tom Kelly comes over. I break open the case of uh, emergency earthquake water. So, <laughs> see, so look, if there's an earthquake now, we're set. And your wife wonders, what do we still have to talk about? 
Yeah, that was a funny thing because I told my wife that we were having lunch today and she knows that you were out here in April. She knows that I saw you not once, but twice. We did two podcasts back then. Oh, we did one. Yeah. One of your show and one of mine. Yeah. And I, I took the garbage, uh, at, at basically the detritus, the trash of an episode you didn't want to keep. Oh, you were funny. We were, right? Yeah. I used that one. Oh God. Uh, and so then we, yeah. And so we did that. But uh, yeah, so Tom Kelly is here on episode 496, previously appearing on episodes 490, 492, One, two, 493, three, and now 496. Four. The and- last time that the guys were on, Will and Jeff, was episode 489. So the last, so since the last time the guys were on, Tom has been on four times. This is That's like four time. guys worth of entertainment. I'm really pulling my weight. I, I've pulled it together. I, I agree, and uh, I mean I'm look, carrying the damn show. Uh, I mean I'm I'm not disputing that, but you're also, uh, and uh, my mom uh, says oh, uh, Mrs. You, you inherited the keep this shit gene from your father. Wow. Huh. So, uh, mom, you're the- not wrong, but mom, is there a chance that you still have a complete set of Return of the Jedi glasses from Burger King? Retail value, uh, one ninety nine back in nineteen eighty three. Current value, nine dollars a glass in uh, forty five years later. So, so one hundred ninety nine bucks she bought it for. No, no, a dollar ninety nine. Okay. And now they're worth like about seven. No, percentage and she says wise. no. Well, see, now I'm mad that you didn't give them to me. So that therein lies the problem. Okay. But I, I think that when she still lived in New York, I think she still had them. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, I'm sure that wasn't an easy, but I love that. There's no follow up answer. Your she mother's just, just like, no, no, I don't have them, but I, I think she had them until recently. And, uh, Dominica Saxon says, says shots fired. I, and I did feel like you were shooting a shot there. Um, uh, if there's an earthquake now, we'll never find your bodies under all those boxes. My mom says that she left them in Greenwood Lake for me, which that's the town I grew up in. Um, and, uh, I may have, uh, just not moved with them then. Uh, but uh, or maybe I, they're I, in here. I, I thought that they were in the China cabinet where my mom lived before she went to Florida, but that's all right. Oh, wait, but but for real, there's no way we can prove they're not in one of these boxes right now. No, but I, I, I if they were glassware, I, I, I know where they would be, and it wouldn't be okay. So we have sorted at least there is a system for that. Yeah, I have. I do. I do have a set of. of there uh, is a, I have, a set, I have a set of Shrek glasses. That McDonald's recalled because they use hazardous paint on them, and I decided that they would have greater value with uh, the original lead. If I held on to them in a box somewhere, which I have, and they say Shrek glasses on there, I could find. Look, if I needed to find it, I could find the box of Shrek glasses. Um, but uh, I'm not really sure where they are at the moment, to tell you the truth. But, I love that your mom fired that shot, though. Uh, well, uh, I just I just didn't remember she left. Have me. you ever thought about like like dreams, like twelve year old dreams? I feel like you're the kind of guy who would rent a store in a strip mall somewhere and have a memorabilia shop. Well, because then I would be parting with uh, things that uh, well, I, I find like the, like there's a memorabilia comic book shop in my hometown. And I don't think he sells anything. Massapequa, New York. Yeah. yeah. Massapequa, New York. Uh, the guy home. is a former p- home of the Busy Bee Mall. Because if you mention Massapequa, oh, I mentioned the Busy Bee. If you listen to and subscribe to my Tom Kelly Show YouTube channel, I have a upcoming retrospective on the Sunrise Mall, which is across the street from the Busy Bee Mall. All right. I mentioned it's a future ghost mall. 
And it's just basically, it's probably not interesting to anybody who did not grow up there. But I think it is interesting to anybody who enjoyed malls of the 80s and 90s, because it's basically me and my friend Steve Berger uh, walking around a mall as they're getting ready to shut it down. So you're like, oh, that's where the McDonald's was. But it's still clean. It's safe. There's no vagrants, no no exposed asbestos or pipes. And yeah, and the, you know. By but, the way, the pipes are wrapped very well in here. In I, burlap, by the way. Yeah, the, yeah. So that's uh, that's USDA approved uh, burlap. Uh, so I don't know what you're so worried about. What I'm impressed with is you get signal down here. It's the Wi-Fi. Oh, you're on the Wi-Fi. Got it. Got it's, it. It's the only. Uh, early in the pandemic, we really, the router is literally right above us. So this turned into the perfect spot for me. I, I many episodes of the Dennis Miller option from uh, mid 2020 onward. Uh, my parts were recorded down here because, uh, and you wouldn't actually hear the kids running around and making noises like crazy up there. Uh, so it became the perfect spot for that. And then my wife doing writer's rooms, she would just be down here once the kids went See, back to school, she started using the kids' room. Yes. I don't Tom know Kelly if the one of Heather would work down here. I don't picture her. She's a class act. I don't know. can see it. Well, she would have to. So, like, yeah. I have, like, my shelves. I'm, I'm taking Tom out of the shot. Yeah. Like, I have uh, some pop vinyls. I actually have this. This uh, Enterprise picture was uh, something I meant to mail to you after Into Darkness because I got two of them. And uh, I was going to mail that to you. And then I found it years later. Uh, it's probably going to be worth something one day. I'm glad you no, kept it. Probably it. No. isn't. So put I'm, that in your memorabilia you're store. You're welcome that I didn't mail more of my shit to you, and I just kept it for myself. <laughs> um, so anyway, Tom, you're out here, right? Uh, oh, anybody here in any, town? Uh, Farad Muhammad is in town. So Farad, are you? God, you're I not available you make, tonight. Make your pitch, Farad. I am performing at the uh, Comedy Chateau. Thank you, the Comedy Chateau Festival. 10.30 show tonight, 8 o'clock show tomorrow. If you go to ComedyChateau.com, use the code word VIP, that's how you can get a free ticket, my friend. Which I'm makes sorry. you wonder... Did you say free ticket? Because uh, I told you I was considering on did going... Did you go to that or no? I, I haven't, no, I haven't. Did you buy one yet? No. Then go use the password VIP. I was going to have lunch with you, so I had to, I had to fill I'm it I'm glad out. you waited it out, because I only just got the password last oh, night. Oh, my gosh. So that's, this is why I don't like promoting shows, though. Why you don't want people to be able to see? I don't want free? people I know there to pay full price and then the free ticket price comes out. I, yeah, it's, yeah. I I would get mad. It's not even me doing the show. I would get mad when someone like Farad would pay good money to go and see Dennis Miller. I'm like, you know, the only thing that I could do in show business is get people free tickets to see Dennis Miller. Please. Ask me for them. He doesn't really do shows so, anymore. So uh, along the lines of why I don't like promoting stuff, uh, uh, one of my super fans, who I believe now is one of yours, because she now tells me when I say funny things on your podcast, Marianne Still Magic. Right. And this isn't Marianne from Brooklyn. No. Whom you got uh, to know through, through America's Got Talent. Yeah. Uh, so Marianne Still Magic, who is my super fan, Marianne, except she's much so more normal than Ma Brooklyn. Ma Marianne is your Dominicus Saxon, basically. Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, if you, if Dominicus is a, a nurse, he, well, he, he has been known to nurse, I believe. Okay. Pause. Soak it in. Love it. Now. Uh, yeah, but God bless. She, she makes these nice graphics for this place that I've been working at a lot. Uncle Vinny's comedy club. Down in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Is it on the boardwalk? It's and it is, no, it's in the town. It's in the town. I thought it was on the, it was like, I thought the boardwalk was like upstairs from it, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, about a mile away, okay. half a mile. But walking distance, if you're in, in the summer, it's walking distance. 
uh, in the winter, it's a mean walk. But anyway, God bless the guy uh, uh, keeps Vinny. bumping me. Vinny, uh, the guy who's Uncle Vinny, keeps bumping me for a guy named Joey Diaz, who's a very successful comedian oh, with a podcast. You know Joey Diaz. Have you ever he, heard his show? Oh, for the first time yesterday, and he's yeah. good. He's good. Yeah. He yeah. has lived a very different life than you or me. Yes. Yet, yeah. actually, I would suggest anybody uh, put this podcast down right now. Forget me and Christian. You hit unsubscribe to our respective podcast. You go listen to the Joey Diaz podcast, and it'll make you want to be creative. It'll make you want to start your own damn podcast. It used to be called the Church of What's Happening Now, but I think it's just the Joey Diaz show now. Oh, but but his last episode was just such a I love comedy thing. Anyway, whenever he wants to perform at this Uncle Vinny's, they bump whoever the headliner is, and that's been me a lot lately. So now I have to change. I got to get Marianne to change the graphics. Quick question. Yeah. Within the last month, I've known of two people headlining there. Uh, my pal Don Jameson and then also uh, Jim Norton, who a lot of people know. Do you think if Joey Diaz wanted to do a show, he would have bumped Don Jameson or uh, or Jim Norton? Or they would have been like, yeah, you can have some time, Joey. But, I mean, I've... I think they are bigger names. Yeah. And I just wanted yeah. to know. I just no, wanted, uh, because, and that actually has nothing to do with you, although it might have sounded like a shot at you. I wanted to know... How is Joey valued as a stand-up? Because, look, if it's Chappelle, it's like, Norton, I'll pay out anyway. I you think, know? actually, make, switching perspectives, I think Joey Diaz, his perspective is, I wouldn't bump Jim or guys with TV shows yeah, because I don't like want them Jim. to badmouth me. Yeah. But Tom Kelly, who's he? What's he going to do, badmouth me on the black cast? Uh, but it's funny. Here's here's a here's here's some game coupons for the boardwalk kid. Go yeah. on, you're so, all right. So I got the news while with my friend Paul, who lives up in West Hills. And I was gonna see you at yeah. I so was like see, I was gonna take my friend to go see you at Uncle Vinny's in Point uh, It was and it was one of the nights I got kids. Next night we went to go. I took my friend Dan, uh, who my mom knows. Uh, we went to go see Don in Princeton, and I was gonna take him to see you the night before, and then you're like, show yeah. canceled. Was the show canceled that night in May because of Joey Diaz? Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. I, so I Joey Diaz to see Joey Diaz. I think Joey Diaz is back in Jersey. He doesn't want to drive all the way to the city, whatever it is. And, and listen, he's a bigger name, and that's this is part of the reality of it. That said, as I'm bad-mouthing poor Joey Diaz, uh, I like him. And, I, and when I got the news that I was getting bumped for Joey Diaz, the guy who was with me, my friend Paul, goes, Tom, I'm one of your best friends in the world, and I would bump you for Joey Diaz, too. This is your friend that you're staying My friend with. Paul that I'm staying with. So if with. Joey Diaz... <laughs> wanted to stay in a child's playroom okay. surrounded by Barbies. He would bump me for. Did you post that on Instagram? Or that's, was that uh, it was post? in my Instagram story, so it's gone. So tell everybody it. what. Tell everybody where I'm staying, and then we. I'll defend it. So Tom is staying in uh, in West Hills, uh, California, which is, um, it's the uh, it's the Moss Eisley spaceport of the San Fernando Valley. Yeah, their basements have full height ceilings. Okay, we'll see, but that's because they're further away and they could uh, build. Look. I'm sorry that my house isn't built to code, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry that we haven't been inspected since 1974. I'm sorry that we used to have porno mirrors <laughs> when you walked in, but we haven't. Uh, you know, now, not in this room, in the main entrance. There used to be an entire wall of mirrors. Believe it or not, uh, we had them removed. Uh, but anyway, so you're staying with I'm staying friend. in my friend's in like child's kid's... playroom. Right. And uh, there's a picture of that. that yeah, uh, I'll, I would show I'll, I'll right share, now. I'll, I'll send it to you as the art. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, well, if you find it in there, 
uh, you can uh, email it to me or you can just you can just hold it up to the camera. People don't expect that much more from uh, from this show. Uh, and, uh, you know, if anybody wants to watch the uh, SNL 15th anniversary special with me, let me know. We can uh, let me see. Hang on. Pictures, pictures. Uh... Uh, so uh, getting back to saying that earlier that uh, Dominica Saxon has nursed. He says he's not wrong. Idaho gets cold. We do what we have to. So um, that's okay. I don't have the picture, and I'm going to have to go digging for it. All right, it was in the stories. Was yeah. Right. So there, but you had like a basically like a. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Here it is. So. Oh, you got to get it. There we go. Hold it steady. So there's, and you can see the the dollhouse, and uh, Barbie's know, abound. Barbie's abound. Yeah. So I had a nightmare. You know how that should be the. Title of this episode: Barbie's Abound. Oh, please don't. No, oh, this please. Is, this is I've I've already called this La La Land. Barbie's Abound is a good name. Barbie's Abound is a good name. Let's oh, write it down. Hopefully, I'll say something smarter. Yeah, but that's okay. For right now, it's a front runner. Go ahead, Tom. So, front runnering this, uh, I now am. I have I have bad nightmares sometimes. I keep the lights on when I sleep in new places because I'm afraid of waking up and being creepy. That said, I've had a couple of nightmares of the Barbies all trying to choke me while I'm sleeping and not in a good way. Not in a good way. Yeah. Not in a good way. Not that there is a good way, No, but if there was a good way, so not that anyway, you're here to perform at the comedy Chateau. Yes. And Which by the way, what uh, Farad is coming. Did he say that he's, he's going to use the VIP, the two word VIP at comedy Chateau. You must be reading some different comments. I'm making than it. What I say. Yeah. No, no, I know. Um, but um, I could text Farad and let and let him know. Maybe he's left us already. He's like he's gonna write. No, I just didn't want to come to the show, so I've been quiet. Uh, but he should come to. He loves comedy. He attended the first Conan O'Brien Tonight Show taping and the last Conan on TBS taping. I so nobody loves comedy the way that Farad Muhammad loves comedy. We love comedy a lot. So we were big comedy nerds. And when you were talking about earlier when I was 12 years old, uh, did I want to grow up and own a memorabilia store? No, when I was 12 years old, I wanted to grow up and be Dennis Miller. So uh, I got as close to that as I could, I guess, which oh, yeah, was lived it. having lunch with him on Tuesday. He's doing Ooh. well. He Wait, misses all of you. Uh, not Tom. He misses the uh, audience. But uh, we had a great – it was me, him, and Salman. And uh, before you say, hey, why didn't you record a podcast of it? Uh, because uh, we didn't really have the kind of conversations that uh, yeah. were for public consumption. Hey, Christian, like be careful dropping the names. The Shrek glasses are back yeah, here. My break over there. Yeah. Uh, I, how is he, though? He's great. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, almost retired, you know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Dominicus Saxon says, uh, I hoped Tom's stay at his friend's house ends different than the scene in Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy is an underappreciated Happy Madison. I don't know Grandma's Pride. Boy. It's the That's one the Happy movie? Madison movie starring Alan Covert, who is a part of their an extended part of their gang. He's mostly a producer and stuff, but he stars in that movie. Uh, Neelan is in it as like a sort of new wave, like hippie, uh, really super touchy feely kind of uh, boss character. Uh, it's there's something to it. Uh, it's. It's in the same league as the Ladies' Man movie, which I liked because I have such a fondness for Tim Meadows. Because Tim Meadows, you want me to drop names? The one time that uh, one time when uh, my dad was out here, I was at the farmers market here in LA with him, and we ran into Tim Meadows. And you know how I know we ran into Tim Meadows because Tim Meadows recognized me, and he said, 
oh, hey, Christian, how's it going? And so then I get to look like a big shot. And even my dad was like, that guy's on Saturday Night Live. I'm like, yes, he is. I knew that. Thank you. See, but that's, I my love, one, that's my one story. My I love being recognized by celebrities and having my parents not know who the celebrities oh, are. Oh, that's got to be nice. Yeah, yeah, there's that uncomfortable like, okay, we have to get out before mom says, and what do you do? They have to know Whoopi. Oh my! And Whoopi was a saint to my mother, and we love that. But uh, going down to hanging out at Whoopi's house, Whoopi used to invite me to. She'd have parties at, for certain people at her house, and her she would always say, "Tom, you should bring your mother." Which was one because she knew I was close with my mom. Uh, two, my mom would only leave Long Island to go to Whoopi Goldberg's house. Uh, Sounds fair. And then three, it was her way of saying, "Tom, don't bring a floozy to my house." <laughs> <laughs> don't try to impress a woman by like bringing that. them to my yeah, house. Bring a, yeah, yeah, bring yeah, your bring mom. mom. Don't don't go uh, pick up an internet date and then say come to Whoopi Goldberg's house. That said, my mother now is at a table with Don Lemon before he became Super Don Lemon. He Rocco, was on CNN at the time. Yeah, he was, he was on CNN, up. but my mother was actually working enough that she wasn't watching uh, CNN twenty three hours a day well, like she is now. Your parents live on Long Island. Isn't it uh, mandated by the law that they have Fox News on all the time? Well, actually, it's funny. It is actually mandated that uh, you have if you have Fox News on, but the wife in the relationship does have the choice to put on MSNBC to irritate the Fox News-loving heterosexual white male I, in the I, house. I, 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 probably not as many as you, but I know quite a few families on Long Island, and that is definitely the dynamic that I know yeah. exists in those households. My, and now, my father is not a Fox News diehard, but he yeah. enjoy, he watches it, and then he says, what the hell are these guys talking? Like, like he's, yeah. My dad is, God, I hate to say it, my dad should be, if we pick an emperor for our country, I think my dad would be the straight player. He is probably, he votes along Catholic lines, which is he respects life. Uh, I think he could balance a budget. He lives cheaply. He would be also a great host for what the hell do we need this for? He would just throw it away. He would throw away things that you have. That's he threw away all my good comics and then I had a box of sh poopy comics in the, uh, I was trying, I'm working so hard at not cursing in on-air environments. That's good. And good for you. I had yes. basically he threw away all my Spider-Mans and all my X-Men and all the ones you just said that were great. And he kept, though, I do have Transformers, like the, the comic book series, which is painful. Do you have number one? I might. OK, that's something. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I know. But, number three, Spider-Man's in it. So there's something there, but uh, not not that much. Yeah, all but right. my mother's now at this table and oh, knows yeah. no. But anyway, it's Wait, like, who else was there besides Don Lemon? Sorry, that's my fault. I, I uh, Rocco Despirito, who okay. was on the way down. Down he wasn't in trouble fame. yet, though. Is he in trouble? Wasn't he the one that had a Me no, Too? That Mario, uh, you're sorry. thinking of another Mario restaurant. Mario Batali. And, and by the way, just to be fair, he was found not guilty. In and nobody has talked about that. No, I know. So I, yeah. it's, it's important. No. You know. that, thank God. If only more people got their news from the black cast, where would this country be? I, I, I can see four people in the comments, including my mom, who I know get all their news. From Spread the, the word. Bring back the Batali restaurants. That man has had nothing to do for the last three years other than roll around in his money. The last restaurant I really liked, Guy Fieri. And I know he's not cool. People hate Guy Fieri. God damn it, his Which restaurant. Which one? Uh, Johnny Garlic's not the not the one in Times Square. Okay. I never went there. You ever read that review? I did read that review. Oh, and it's it the actually, best review. That review made me want to go though. I did, I, and I, I went because and, of that review. Okay, and so for people who don't know the review, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, you know, I'll see if I can bring it. So you went, and what did you think of the restaurant when you went? Well, it was a it wasn't a great restaurant by any means, but Guy Fieri restaurant. So here's the deal. 
Guy Fieri had a restaurant in Times Square on 44th Street, I want to say. Uh, and hang on, review. And I, I keep forgetting we're live right now, so I can't do this. To view New York Times. So it was basically the meanest restaurant review ever. You would have thought Guy Fieri banged the author's sister. Uh, like you would have yeah. thought, uh, and it was really like it, like it would be like Guy Fieri's pretzels, and it's like Guy Fieri's best pretzels in the world. Are they really the best pretzels in the world, Guy Fieri? Because they're kind of soggy and came to my table lukewarm. And it would be like it was just like you would have thought Guy Fieri knocked up the writer's sister and then never made a child okay. support payment. So while I don't have the article here, I have a summary of it. Writer Pete Wells goes on to say in 34 in 34 rhetorical questions that a drink tastes like, quote, radiator fluid and formaldehyde. He notes that the French fries arrive, quote, limped and oil sogged. I believe my wife might say that about a. Yeah. And, uh, and served cold. He attacks the service, the sides, even the nachos. Deeply unlovable. Also something my wife said about me on our wedding night. <laughs> uh, so it's an epic bad review. Uh, yeah. It's a long, like a lot of thought into it. Uh, there's a couple ways to do bad reviews. There's that way. And then my favorite, I've mentioned this to, uh, I think very recently on the black cast, I mentioned this uh, when we had the episode about the, the, the book about Eddie Van Halen. There's a David Lee Roth had an album called a little ain't enough. There's a song of the same name. I read a review that was David Lee Roth, a little ain't enough. Yes, it is. Oh, that's that was, the review. Okay, so I had a review about Norm McDonald's uh, special that I have not said in public. Maybe I'll try it here, see how it goes. Okay. They say sometimes in show business that people die too soon. The Norm McDonald special proved that cancer got him six months too late. You know who would like that joke? Norm MacDonald, I hope. Yeah, yeah, that's about Norm it. Like the it. only guy who would defend that uh, joke yeah, is dead. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an indefensible joke. But, uh, so you did not enjoy the, the Norm special on Netflix. People who are fans of the Black Cast love Norm. People know how I feel about Norm. Uh, our pal Sam Whitfield was just tweeting about the uh, we are on the 11-year anniversary of the video that is out there on YouTube. Norm sat in studio with Dennis, myself, Jason Sudeikis was there. And uh, I am honored to have been in that video. I did not belong in that room. And the sweet thing that I can tell you about Jason Sudeikis is that he felt he didn't belong in that room either. And I'm like, you're honest. This is long before he's Ted Lasso. I'm like, dude, you're on the show. Believe me, I'm the one who doesn't belong in it. It was very nice of you to say. So uh, Sam Whitfield said uh, that there was a comment on that video uh, that uh, someone wrote, who's the giggling asshole in the green shirt? And uh, I told Sam that I am forever grateful to have been the giggling asshole in that room. That's probably the professional highlight of my career. Uh, Not an accomplishment of my life. Obviously, I've got two beautiful children. No, but what a life. moment. Uh, and Sam says, you were more professional than I would have been. I would have had the biggest shitty grin on my face the whole time. And Dennis would have glared at me and said, I haven't seen a grin like that since Jack Nicholson killed all those mafiosa with Tesla's joy buzzer and Batman. You know what I like about this guy, Sam? Is he a fan of your show? Yeah, he's a big fan okay. of your show. What I like about that guy? He's a fan of your show. 
Yeah. For five ninety nine a month. Okay. What I like about that guy, Sam, he sure squeezes every character out of his tweets. He does. Those are very well written, long tweets. That's why I love Sam. I'm surprised Sam's not here in the in the chat right now. But I'm gonna let him know that at about the thirty seven minute mark we talked about him. So then he'll, he'll figure comment it out. on the archive version. Anyway, so you didn't enjoy the Norm McDonald. I special. didn't enjoy it. I didn't not enjoy it. I thought it was interesting as a comedian to see the framework of it. Uh, I thought he looked. How long after that special did he die? Not for a year after, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, because that was like early enough in COVID. Uh, I don't know. Norm Norm deleted a lot of his tweets, but uh, what I could pull from Twitter is that when COVID hit. He got really freaked out, as we know now, because of his health. He retreated to like rural British Columbia and he wrote at great length. Uh, he wrote a bunch of tweets about it. And that when the water, when the weather got too cold, he was going to go to like North Carolina, somewhere rural there. And he was just going to hide out and not really do anything. Um, but anyway, so. For me, there was a sadness to the special. Yes. And to the point where. The pun- some of the punchlines were there. Some of them weren't. I think there's a lot of stuff. Had he tried it in front of a crowd a few times, he would have boiled a lot out of it. I think you're right. No. Uh, and I thought there were a couple of profound things in between. I think as- there was a lot of easy transphobic stuff that didn't have any universal truths in them. Have you seen the new Ricky Gervais special? I have not yet. That's a great one. You should watch that. Okay. He has some similar observations that I think are more realized one the advent of uh, you know more time passing uh than when norm recorded that but also he it, it, you know ricky when he tries stuff out like he can't he doesn't he's too big of a star in the uk and he'll be the first to admit it so he like he like rents out theaters and i, I don't know if he like pays like extras to go or however he does it but uh you know he basically just rents a theater just for the sake of like i'm trying shit out just come and like laugh or don't laugh and okay anyway, so norm yeah norm didn't get to try that material out there was some great stuff about cannibalism, which I think is a topic that not nearly enough. I'm anti-cannibal. You know, there's some good. There's good stuff. There's not a ton of great stuff in there. There were a couple of laugh out louds. I'm like, oh, that's 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 really good. So I'm hitting this sad point with my YouTube algorithm. Right. Uh, when Norm died, I went deep into the algorithm rabbit hole uh, for Norm McDonald content to the point where the Dennis Miller interview came up and this was before you had told me about it yeah. or I had forgotten you had told me about I it. Tell everyone about no, you, yeah. Or you, I, you had forgotten whatever, but it came up and then I hear you in it and I'm like, wow. But what's kind of sad is I'm at this point on the YouTube algorithm. There's a YouTuber. I am not norm who posts something yeah. new about norm every couple of days. And I think we're running out of stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but you're right. There's only so much, uh, so much Norm stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. It's so- time to say goodbye there. Uh, but, you know, you know who there's not too much stuff about where the stuff's not out? Tom Kelly, who will be performing at Comedy, Comedy Chateau, Chateau in, North in North Hollywood this week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for some background, that episode that I watched earlier today, that's the current episode uh, where you make your plans for when you're in Los Angeles. Oh, so you guys, if you get a chance... I think this particular group of people, including Mrs. Blatt, who has been kind to me for 25, 30 years. Uh, I, I She's been kind to me for three. Well, I just saw um, that. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> just with, no. Yeah, I won't tell you which three, but there were three. And I and just, this is and, not one and, of them. 
Yeah, now I have to say that obviously that's a joke, and I don't. Want is to it though? She yeah. lost her glasses. She lost my. Oh my! No, still, no, she left them for me. If I if I lost them, it's my fault. Uh, you know, she's not wrong on that. I I just didn't remember. I honestly hadn't thought about those glasses in a while. Um, I was just grasping for straws at that moment. But anyway, grasping for two okay, and a half. See, there's see. my mom, and that's where the sense of and humor my, comes yep, back. Two and a half years. Yeah, my my mom used to call into the Dennis Miller show on my birthday, and I I would let her only do it that day. And Dennis was always really nice to her. And Dennis actually was nice to my mom and many of her sisters who went to see him uh, perform live. Uh, I got them all tickets. Oh yeah, uh, so I think it's important to. Uh, oh, so uh, I should I should have reminded all of her sisters when I saw them for uh, the wedding that I was at. I was like, hey, remember when I got you free Dennis Miller tickets? So, so two part episode of my podcast. Yes, part one's sorry. already out on YouTube. Please check it out. Tom Kelly Show podcast. Uh, watch it on video. I, I feel like everybody here is a good one for video because she's good looking. There's there's good looking there's women. Hot girl content. Uh, and uh, Dominica Saxon says i would go to tom's show in a heartbeat but i'm not sure if i'm allowed in california after quote the incident well you are allowed to consume the podcast after the incident yep. so there you go D so wait tom kelly the tom kelly show now available in idaho it is it's this internet it goes everywhere in, in idaho including idaho so i met when i was out in la last time the very sh short version of the story is i matched with a girl on bumble and her actual instagram name was there and it turned out i match with her i say hi to her and god bless it turned out the girl had a boyfriend and i went i basically bypassed a catfish went to the original person that original person and i have had deep conversations about uh the law of attraction my mindset trying to be more positive things i'm all working on that you have to get into a mindset of to believe you can receive you got to believe before you can receive blah 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 and she's trying to set me up with a model from a tv show called f boy island i'm sure mrs black christian's mom is a big fan yeah that seems like a show that she would watch. yeah and anyway we am on part two that will air on sunday okay. we ambush uh, this model and the model says Tom we can hang out at the comedy store Thursday which was yesterday and spoiler alert uh, she didn't show up uh, but she actually went to the show after the one I was at and it's a I'll, I'll go into that on a future so, part so three you need to subscribe to the Tom Kelly well, show yeah, and see to. Where, how that that's well, but the here. beautiful thing I'm getting out of this trip to LA is letting the proverbial Jesus take the wheel because being led to one spot led to coincidences that got me work. And here I am in a basement that also was at one point used to make Keebler cookies by elves. It's not entirely wrong. Have you thought about this? Not to, again, arrange your space. Having elves in here? Well, your children. It's not a bad idea. Oh. Why didn't you guys turn this into the playroom? Um, probably the pipes and the asbestos, I guess. Is okay. Really, yeah, 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 yeah. That can handle it better. But they are four feet tall. That's true. It is actually uh, height wise. So, uh, yeah. So, so the fact that I could go to the comedy show tonight for free means that uh, Farad really better not be in the chat right now and just uh, ducking us. That would do that. Actually, heading straight to Roscoe's Chicken. Well, that's what we're, where we went. The great Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, which is an L.A. institution, which I think that you didn't visit in all the time that Sicardo and I lived in Hollywood. No, not at all. I, I only went to I've only been to California now. I guess it's my first real 
vacation trip. Trip number one, I was out here for two weeks trying to find work. Uh, I stayed with a guy, Larry Sullivan, who was an intern at Conan. Right. Uh, we were in Santa Monica, and I uh, there was a lot of drinking, uh, but it was a fun time. And then I also went up to San Francisco. I did some touristy things that trip, I guess. Then my second trip was for a wedding where I was only out for a weekend. Third trip was a TV pilot. Uh, fourth trip, I was out here for the $100,000 pyramid doing warm-up for that. Yeah. But I was working so much, I had no free time. And then, yeah, I, or very little free time. And so this, this is, is trip five. Trip. This is your yeah. five-timers trip. This is my five-timers. Yeah. So yeah, so that's why I would have never taken. You to do I get a do I get a jacket now? Uh, I'll I'll get you uh, if I could find a Dennis Miller Zone listening fez, I would put it on your head. I thought that's what was in this box that said DMZ. Here's a stupid one. Do, are you glad you moved to LA? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. What I what mean, are what are the pros and do you miss anything? Like you just did two weeks back in New York. Do you I, ever see I, yourself I was, going back? No. I mean, I would go back for work. Uh, Heather would go for work. My wife has been there for months, you know, a month at a time doing production. Uh, but no, I wouldn't have the, the, the goal wouldn't be the move back. The move back could happen if it uh, made sense uh, uh, career wise, but uh, it would be more likely for my wife having, you know, uh, a move worthy uh, career opportunity. Um, no, I mean, it's great to see people I like to visit, uh, you know, but it's like I found pretty quickly after I moved out here that I'd be getting together with some of our gang, some of our, our the people that we knew. And I'm like, oh, wow, you guys all haven't seen each other since like the last time I was here, like 18 months. Yeah. Ago. And then you realize like, oh, I wouldn't. The so party's like, gone. The New York that I miss is, doesn't exist anymore. One, because we're old. And two, a lot of those friends don't live in Manhattan or any of the five boroughs anymore. You know, a lot of them, you know, our friend Jenny lives out in Jersey. A yeah. lot of people live out in Jersey or Westchester. Yeah, your New York does exist in the past. In the past, yeah. Like so, that's the beginning of a time travel movie right it, there. It definitely is. We, I, we get into your minivan and slingshot around the sun. Get the board queen, the program, the... Uh... Oh, don't. Come on, we're having such a nice conversation. Yes, Why sir, did you I'm bring sorry. the card into this? Don't, sorry. Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so there's things I miss, but uh, no, yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, Career opportunity wise, one, I mean, I got to I got to work with Dennis Miller, even if I'd only worked with him on the TV show. I'm like, oh, that would have been a success. But I worked with him for because he was in Jersey and then moved out here. No, he he only ever he was in L.A., moved to New York just for SNL. And then when SNL, you know, he did six seasons on CNBC show was out here. Yeah. Okay. In Burbank, which is where I met my wife. She was an intern on the CNBC show. I was a I was a production assistant. Oh, you know what show she should write it if she worked at CNBC? She should work for billions. Well, that's on Showtime, so it oh. doesn't even make sense. No, because it's a money say, show. I thought you were going to say Donnie Deutsch. That's who I thought you were. That is my favorite. One of my favorite names to say. Donnie Deutsch and Millie Bobby Brown. Have I told I this on the know. podcast or not? I don't think so. Millie okay. Bobby Brown. Yeah. So Millie Bobby Brown. I like to, I am Groot Millie Bobby Brown. Like you, like, I feel like Millie Bobby Brown is just a name you could say over and over again. I agree. And I would love to have my language be Millie Bobby Brown, except nobody laughs at this joke. I've tried doing it on TV. Uh, I, I hope these people know who Millie Bobby Brown is, but how about this? Can we do a minute of the podcast as if I only spoke in Millie Bobby Brown? Uh, one minute. I suppose we could do that. She's 11 on Stranger Things. Millie Bobby Brown. And, uh, you know, at uh, lunch, Tom and I were talking about Howard Stern. And for a while, he did a character 
Uh, and he would do like almost an hour as his character as the agent to and the Bobby Brown, really Bobby Brown. Yeah. So he would, uh, it was kind of like a Chicago accent, and he would talk a lot about Millie Bobby Brown, or as you say, Millie Bobby Brown. Yes, exactly. Not to be confused with Bobby Brown from New Edition. Oh, no, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Millie or Bobby Brown. The model Bobby Mill Brown, who's the star of the Cherry Pie video by Warrant. Oh, Millie Bobby Brown. That is definitely, we've got about uh, 20 more seconds. We, the, we don't have to do the whole minute. Yep. We went to the uh, L.A. institution, Roscoe's Chicken and Wine. Bobby Brown. Really Bobby Brown was not there. No. But, you know, who you know I told you, I once went to, so you know what I did once, I once, I, I, once, I once went to, uh, I once went to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and I saw Stevie Wonder there, but he didn't see me. Good but, night. Um, it's true, though. I did actually see him there once. Uh, Coltrane of the Dennis Miller Show and uh, Agent Starling, Will Sterling, and I don't think Jeff was there. I think those two guys were with me, though. Uh, so we said that'd be fair. Uh, Stevie Wonder didn't know the difference, he didn't know the difference. That's very true. And they used to have a painting on the wall at Roscoe's, which was uh, Biggie and Tupac up in heaven. And it was, I I was always afraid to take a picture of it because I could tell that they would know I was taking a picture of that painting for the wrong reasons because I thought it was hysterical. No, that's how I feel about Walmart selling Juneteenth t-shirts. Like I was up in Maine. Oh my gosh. After, after the ice cream controversy, they were still selling Juneteenth t-shirts. Oh boy. And you just knew the people in this, and this is my joke about Maine, is never have I seen so many Black, Matters, Black Lives Matter signs and so few black people. That would, that sounds like Maine to me. Yeah. yeah, and that said, they were selling the Juneteenth T-shirts, and you just felt, guys, white people, let's sit this out for a year, see how it goes. Don't be the first one to wear your Juneteenth T-shirt. Ask yeah. a black friend for advice because I feel yeah, like you're yeah. going into tone deaf territory. We, you know, we we have a black friend. We should ask Shalare if we should wear uh, <laughs> Juneteenth T-shirts. You can't can just name. Yeah, you know, get tweet her if you want. If you want to tweet her. You tweet her. I'm not. Okay, you could so text her. I'd say text her privately. Why don't I message your, her on Facebook? Yeah, for the sake of your career. Yeah, uh, and I future just work. No, like can we? She's who I would ask. I'd wait a year and see what other people do. If somebody well, gives you a shirt and invites you to the party, then you start the my, party. My kids' schools are closed on Monday. Oh, in it's honor a federal holiday. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, at, at least here in California, they were quick to adopt, uh, you know. So I called my boss and asked, are we off for Juneteenth? And they're like, no. And I'm like, this is the way you get me invested in a holiday is dangle a potential day off. I will learn what I need to learn about. I'm going to be home with family. Right, we're going to be in church that day. We'll be at a barbecue, whatever it is. Well, a place that will be open on Juneteenth uh, would be Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And I want to know. I don't. Yeah, I, I told you that you had to make sure that whatever you got, you got a plate that had both waffle and fried chicken. Oh, the fried chicken was fantastic. Fried dude. chicken was better than I remembered. I remembered it being mm. good. But I was like, oh my gosh, this is just perfect. great fried chicken. I haven't had, I don't think I can truly say I've ever had perfect uh, fried chicken. And there it was. There it was. Wow. Yeah. And so the combination with the syrup and the waffle, your your verdict, Tom Kelly. Oh, it was just a little bit. Like you said, just a touch to sweeten it up, but not so much to. Yeah, you I, don't want to drown it. Don't drown it. Can, I, can we talk about that last comment for a second? I think that's about our uh, Millie Bobby Brown conversation. Uh, no, this was about. Uh, yeah, that bit works. That's about. Uh, Stevie, Wonder? Stevie Wonder. Yeah. It's not about. 
Millie Bobby Brown. You can say Millie Bobby Brown if you want. Millie Bobby Brown. Um, well, we've been going for 54 minutes. I think that's when we surrender, right? of Tom Kelly show. But I, I made you bring in prep from your car. Is there oh, even one uh, thing you want to talk about? Yeah. What? Prep? Actually, this is a be- great one. Okay. What have your kids ratted you out for? I'll tell you mine. Uh, it does feed into some of the things we just talked about. My buddy Paul, after I got bumped by Joey Diaz for to perform at the uh, the uh, Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. By the way, I am still working there one day left that I know of in July. That's on my website, TomKellyShow.com. Uh, but anyway... As I'm getting bumped, my buddy says, oh, you need to see his podcast. And he turns on Spotify and turns on the video version of Joey Diaz's podcast. Now, Paul has the most adorable five-year-old daughter. She should be in commercials or something. And I guess she sees us watching Joey Diaz, who curses and uses foul language, runs to her mother and says, Mommy, Daddy and Uncle Tommy are watching bad language, and it's hurting my ears. And the mom came out and told us to change the uh, thing. Uh, And then anyway, we got ratted out. And I guess that's my question for you is what have your kids ratted you out for? They haven't done a lot of things. They'll talk about things that we're careful to not talk about too many things uh, in, 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 you know, in front of them that we don't want repeated for, you know, even, one, there's language we don't use in front of the children. There's also like if we're going to say anything bad about someone, we know that they they've got those listening ears. So, um, but I do remember um, when I was when I was younger, but I was old enough to know that this was funny. I remember in uh, church, uh, you know, the great nice Lutheran church that we went to there in Greenwood Lake. Uh, the pastor said something about Jesus Christ, and that was the end of a sentence. And uh, this little girl says, my mommy says Jesus Christ. And wow. uh, that, that taught me something. I, I think I've my approach to parenting has been, do you want your kid to blurt it out in church? And if the answer is no, don't say uh, what it was. Uh, around. Yeah, well, for, uh, so uh, Farad Muhammad just got home from work. Glad, no, sorry. Raging Rhino got home from work. Glad I could catch part of the show. And he said... Oh. Uh, Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go oh, through my... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I think the perfect fried chicken is found at Willie Mays in New Orleans. I, I have never been there. And I am I always want to have an excuse to go back. I want to tidy up something before we get to... I didn't even see what my mom said. Uh, Farad Muhammad... Uh, no, I see... I'm saying everybody's Farad Muhammad. No. Dominicus Saxon uh, says that it was Millie Bobby Brown, but he did love the Stevie Wonder joke. All right. By the way, you're, you're now Millie Bobby Browning Farad Muhammad. And now my mom, Farad Muhammad, yeah. says... Christian corrected me for the first time when he was one and a half years old. He is still correcting me to this day. To which, of course, I say, uh, "No, I'm uh, not." <laughs> so that is it. Better. That's even better than the Stevie Wonder joke. It's not saying much. No. Um, so, I, I, you know, if I asked my wife, we could probably come up with something. But it's a lot of like I'm very careful uh, with uh, with what we say. You know, it's funny. I told this story. Um, it was a couple of days ago. I was having lunch with somebody. This is not Dennis Miller. It's not someone famous. So I won't tell you who it was because it's not going to impress anyone. Um, I was, uh, I had lunch and I talked about how like we make, we go to great lengths to not swear in front of the kid. And then uh, my wife uh, earlier this year was uh, going, uh, oh, it, it was at the end of last year. We're going to a Christmas party for uh, a bunch of her writer friends from Orange is the New Black. 
and she got some kind of coloring book for all of them. It's an adult coloring book. It was a joke, but it had the word fuck in the title. She opens the box oh, no. and the coloring books are all in this box to be taken to the Christmas party. And then uh, little Felix who's only six. He reads what the title is. And then we have to explain to him that that's a very bad word. Wow. And that book is for grownups and we can't say that. So, uh, so, and I can't remember the title of the book. It kind of doesn't matter. If I wanted to expedite the story, I just would have said it was go the fuck to sleep. It actually wasn't. It was a coloring book with the word fuck in the title. So, Amazing, though. Like, that's funny. Like, yeah. people think that's, I get, I go back, there's an ice cream shop at the mall in uh, Woodwinds. Syosset? Oh. No, out here, uh, the, a fancy outdoor mall. Oh. They have a fancy outdoor ice cream shop, yeah. or a fancy ice cream shop. Looks like an old-fashioned ice cream yeah, shop. I PPE. I've been to it. Uh, and they have an adult gift section. Uh-oh. Not quite vibrators, but everything. It's all coloring books with the F word in it. And yeah, then my so buddy's five-year-old daughter is looking around this stuff. And I'm like, I can't wait to rat you out, kid. I'm going to get you back. Because the difference between me and you is uh, your mom can't put me in a timeout. Was it afters ice cream? Sure. Okay. Well, if it was, I, 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 my wife and I, we. Did they have adult there. toys? I don't know. We drove there specifically. Uh, we had a uh, like an anniversary dinner in the park, uh, August 2020, because your restaurants were only doing to go. So I knew a park there in Woodland Hills, and then we went for afters for afters. And so, uh, yeah, I have one other evergreeny topic that I could use your opinion on. Please, I would love to hear. So it. I met a girl while performing in Simi Valley. A girl who I found attractive. Uh, Turns out she had a boyfriend. The boyfriend is a uh, former MMA fighter. Um, She is technically not sure if they're actually dating. uh, Or she's she keeps she's another one who keeps popping up on dating websites. Uh, And she is not sure if she's really dating the guy anymore because he's in prison. Okay. Now, it looks like he'll be in prison for at least three more years. Okay. She doesn't know where she wants to go with the relationship. She doesn't really visit him because of COVID restrictions. It's tough to get a visiting day. Apparently, getting visiting day tickets, it's like getting Taylor Swift tickets. Uh, you have to be on the website. you got to keep hitting refresh. And then if you don't click yes at the right moment, you don't get the, the conjugal visit. So big ending is, uh, does Tom want to date a girl? who has or may not have a boyfriend who is a former MMA fighter in a California jail. Well, when you put that backstory in there, I also think that uh, when I hear it, I'm like, wow, this, uh, this spinoff, How I Met Your Father, uh, really took <laughs> a dark turn from the original series. That's my first thought. My second thought is, uh, that sounds like no one. It also, my advice to people is that my question for people is, do you want to date someone who has a car seat for their dogs in their car? And that's yeah. my question. Do you? And like, but yeah. if you saw the girl. Okay. Oh, I, I, a, okay. I, yeah. There's something to be said about what you would you put up with while they are hot. That's great. And by the way, uh, in my single days, I certainly would have put up with that. And here's what's funny is on the surface, I did not initially want to date this woman until she did not want to date me. Strut one, even and yeah, even when you found out that she was on F Boy Island, you still. I watched her episodes and I said, "Yeah, this isn't going to work." But yeah. then I talked to her and she's actually really funny, and that made me like her. Um, oh, uh, Sparad Muhammad has a story. Of course, I once dated a buddy's girl when he was in jail. You just got to move and change your name when he gets out. 
sounds like so, good advice. No, I think Raging that... Rhino could appreciate uh, uh, Raging Rhino, who, by the way, said we are all Farad Muhammad, except okay. for Farad Muhammad, who really doesn't want to go to your show tonight. Well, did he, well, he's not here. I, I know. I do think. I do think. I'm sure he would at least. I'm sure he would write a polite note. He thank would. You. He would tell me why he's not able to. Yeah. You know, he's, which which he's like, a, I'm he's, washing my hair. He's like, I've paid for an in-person cameo from Jordan Schlansky. I would. Have you? We talked about that. Um, I, I would not pay for a, a cameo from Jordan Schlansky. No. Uh, is he working first? I mean, Conan's show ended like last fall, so. But is he on a retainer at a production company? If he's not, probably. I would assume. If he's not, I would. Uh, I don't want to actually pay the money. Yeah, but I am supporting him morally okay. by saying one of these guys should buy a Jordan Shalansky cameo for three hundred and fifty dollars. Muhammad is the one who is most likely to buy it, although not at three fifty. He's got. I think he has a podcast. For Muhammad? No, uh, well, oh. and Jordan Shalansky. Jordan Shalansky, yeah. Um, I have a story for us that I came across. Oh. Uh, so it is on Twitter. Uh, children at Alaska summer camp served floor sealant instead of milk. And the New York Times graphic has a picture of the floor sealant, and you can see how it looks like milk. Uh, and uh, a friend of the old radio show, uh, Kurt Loder <laughs> from MTV News, oh, he no. quote tweeted it, and he just wrote, bitch, bitch, bitch. Like these kids today, they have so much to complain about. Back in my day, we would drink that whole container of floor sealant, and we would have liked it. We would have liked it fine. We would have asked for more. We would have said, please, sir, can I have some more floor sealant? And I don't know. I think kids today are too soft. We must have we must have drank gallons of floor sealant when we were in school, Tom. You feel like that's fair? And, no, and we liked it. Uphill both ways. Exactly. Uh, I got one for you. Okay. Uh, can I tell them about my airport tip when you get to California? Please. So I useful. came into California. Rod, this might have been useful to you, although you're going to live here now. So, uh, Well, if you have friends, though, coming into the area... Last trip I came in, it was a small local trip, uh, so I didn't feel the sting for whatever my Uber cost to go to the hotel. I have my friend that lives, what, an hour away in West Hills? Yeah, it was about, yeah. Okay, and I uh, was going to Uber up to him where he ha got me a deal on a cheap rental car. And I looked at the price of the Uber. It was $250. Last time I was there, trip cost a hundred to come down. And I said, no way am I paying $250 for an Uber. I will wait for someone to pick me up. I will get on a plane and just fly back to New York. I am not paying $250 for a damn cab ride. That's right. And I kept looking and the prices were going up. The prices were not going down with the, you know, you're like, is this surge pricing, whatever. So I asked the woman at the Uber stand, do I really have to pay 250 for an Uber? And she said, if you walk two blocks to that hotel over there, the prices go down once you get off airport property. And she was right. The $250 Uber went down to $65. And I, look, I think that might be the case at other airports too. So, yeah. Uh, if you're willing to walk out into traffic, uh, you should take the chance. But actually the way LAX is uh, situated, I'm sure you just had to wait for the lights to change and you were able to get over to that. Yeah, hotel. it was a yeah. decent and easy deal. And and somebody should be at the airport handing out flyers with that information. You know what else they should be handing out flyers for at the airport? Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown is no. one flyer. Number two, Tom Kelly appearing at the Comedy Chateau yes. this weekend. Good night, Friday folks. And, Saturday. Uh, and of course... 
the podcast. And Actually, the podcast is an emotional roller coaster. Get on, get on now. Yeah. Listen on Sunday. I'm gonna do a live chat Sunday, 7 p.m. Western. What do we call this time zone? Pacific. Pacific. Uh no, specifically what time? Uh anyway, specifically at seven. Specifically at seven. And I'll be having Father's Day dinner uh at uh, Dukes in Malibu. So well, that uh, sounds awesome. It's wonderful. Yes. What is what's the deal with Dukes? It's uh it's a seafood uh restaurant that is uh, overlooking the ocean. I once went and saw actual dolphins frolicking out the window. Wow. Only once, but I did see it. Was it is it owned by John Wayne too, or is that no, it's um I forget what Duke's last name is. He was a, a surfer like in the fifties. Okay. And uh it's it's a small chain and uh, he also has restaurants, I think, in Hawaii as well. So uh and uh, my, I brought my mom and uh, her husband when they were out here last uh, summer. Uh, my mom loves Dukes. So that's... I would love, you know, what's funny about your mom, if I could just ask for your mom to you do a favor. Just be careful. <laughs> well, I'm nice to your mom. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. That, oh, no, that I... makes one of us. Go ahead. No, I, I'm yeah, much nicer. But your mom was so kind during my early days of stand-up. I would like to get your mom on board for my podcast. I feel like having your mom in the YouTube chat rooms. Tom bleeps out the swears on his podcast. So I think my mom would like it. Yeah, I tried it. Oh, look, my mom even knows Duke's last name. Uh, Kamanamuka is the last name. Even if that's not right, I love it. But you know what's funny? If you get your love of hoarding from your father, your love of useless trivia must be from your mother. Yeah, that's actually fair. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty close to it. And that's, yeah. I mean, taking your mom's words and me staying out of that, not making. No, no, you're probably black. right, but yeah, it was also very. So nice. you think that? Uh, well, and here's the thing that my mom needs to know about the Tom Kelly show. Blackcast in the intro, voiced by Farad Muhammad, I mentioned that it, it could be two hours and fifty six minutes of your life that you're in store for, because at one time that was the record for Blackcast episode length. Uh, the Tom Kelly show between. There's a couple exceptions, but in general, between 15 and 20 minutes. I'm correct? trying to get it out by 20, uh, and I get mad if it goes over 24 to yeah. the point where it's like, Well, uh, the one that I listened to for Sunday, when you post the audio of it, there's there's some some tech stuff you could take out. And you is could there? Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's I'd like, love to text stuff in just to keep it so No, awkward. no, but for the audio version, like for the video, it's fun. For the audio version, you might as well just jump really right the, into the, it. Really, yeah. the, the get louders you didn't like for the audio version? No, I mean the the – yeah, for the I, – I was thinking that while I was uh, while I was. Oh, that's a good watching. note. Yeah, it's fine for the video to watch you play, but if I'm just listening, I might get annoyed at that uh, the, the woman who was there with you couldn't hear. You just jump to the part where she can hear. So that's my advice for the audio only version for the video. So I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I kept it in just for one Please. thing. I was flirting with a woman on the podcast. I was being set up with a model. Fair. And I wanted to show everybody how bad I was doing. It's not a bad. You know what? Those are yeah. good instincts. Yeah. Right. I wanted you guys to just take so, the ride to see how so, bad it was going. Like my mom, you should all subscribe to the Tom Kelly show uh, at TomKellyShow.com. TomKellyShow.com. And uh, at Tom Kelly Show. At Tom Kelly Show across the board on social media. By the way, glad we're not playing the Millie Bobby Brown game now. Millie Bobby Brown. T Tom, is your website TomKellyShow.com? Tom Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, you, you, you should do this. Do you want me to play the Millie Bobby Brown game? Would you like to? I, would yeah, you not, enjoy it? No. Probably not right now. Uh, so, uh, if you want a podcast that is uh, 55 minutes shorter than what you just listened to, go to the Tom Kelly Show. But... Uh, if, if you would like to hear a show where these hour and 10 minutes is usually the preamble till we finally get to the actual topic at hand, then please subscribe to the Blackcast on your audio platforms. And of course, the Blackcast YouTube channel, B-L-A-D-T-C-I-S-T. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
so that you can get this show, Marvel Movie Talk. I'm going to get around to doing more Star Trek. We're going to do all of Obi-Wan in one fell swoop because I still haven't seen any episodes. I think I'm going to enjoy it more as a binge. We'll see. It's the first time I'm getting to binge a show where I'm just waiting for it to be done uh, because of the travel. It's just how it worked out. So uh, plenty of good content. And of course, uh, we do the Geekscape Book Club monthly over at Geekscape. And uh, I'm going to give the last word to Dominicus Saxon. This was a fun show, guys. Thanks. As the great Stan Lee would say, Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> I'm a Bobby girl in the Bobby world. Laughing plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. I'm a Bobby girl in the Bobby world. There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listen in the Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listen in the Black Cast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listen in the Black Cast. You don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listen in the Black Cast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen in the Black Cast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey. Talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listen in the Black Cast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Black Cast in Chile to my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen in the Black Cast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black Cast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't trippin'. Listen in the Black Cast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Lithgow. Listen in the Black Cast. Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast. It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV. That's right. That's that guy, Christian. You rock. All right, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show.